0: Hello, and welcome to the 34th episode of Till Death Do Us Part. I am Daniel. And I'm Melissa.
1: Welcome back, breeders and non-breeders. Breeders? Breeders? Yes.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. Is that our new tagline?
1: Well, since we portray ourselves as married couple.
0: We portray, like quote unquote portray? Yeah. Okay.
1: Then we should be breeders.
0: Okay. I like it. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Oh, Oh, goodness. I feel like a breeder today. Why? Because we, okay, our kids are older now. So the Christmas present list is longer and more expensive. So, I definitely feel like a breeder.
1: That's true. It's horrible. It is. We it's spent way too much money on stuff for Christmas. It's insane.
0: Since when did it get away from just celebrating the birth of Jesus to now they want a Nintendo Switch?
1: Yep. Or a car.
0: I mean, did Jesus get a Nintendo Switch? No. No, he got frankincense and mirth. Myrrh. Myrrh? I thought it was mirth. No. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. People people are screaming at us right now. Uh,
0: oh, what else did he frankincense get? frankincense <laughs> and myrrh. What else did he get? I still don't gold? know what
1: myrrh is. Yes, and gold.
0: And gold. Okay.
1: More gold, less myrrh. That's what I want.
0: Okay. I would like some gold on Christmas. Really? Well, no. How about just cash? Okay. Yeah, cash and carry.
1: Bag of cash. A
0: bag of cash. Sounds good to me. All right. All right. Well, let's start this off. With some gold, <laughs> a golden review.
1: All right. Sounds good to me.
0: From one of our 11 listeners. All right. Okay. So, this one, I'm trying to go back because we had some people who were very kind to us in the very beginning. So, I'm trying to go back and read those ones as well. So, this one was already, ugh, this one was all the way back to July 7th.
1: Sorry for the wait.
0: I know. Sorry. And this is titled Love This Podcast. And it's Lilu Dallas 07. Sweet. So, do you think this person's from Dallas? No. Or their last name is Dallas?
1: I'm going to guess they're from Dallas.
0: And they're born in 07.
1: God, that makes us old. No, if is they're that born possible? in
0: 07, then they're younger than our one of our no, children. No, that can't be right. Yeah, no, that can't be right. Okay. They said, love the banter and stories. They do an amazing job. They keep it fresh, fun, and definitely interesting. Keep up the good work. Thank you. We shall, Lilu Dallas 07. We will really try to keep up the good work.
1: Thank you, Lilu
0: Yeah, and we appreciate your rate and review. Amen. And hopefully you're still listening. Yeah. It's
1: like, I'm not listening. <laughs> you anyway. haven't even mentioned me.
0: Right. If you'd like to be shouted out as one of our 11 listeners, please go give us a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be amazing. For sure. Faux show. Thank you. All right, babe. You got some factoids for me?
1: So we're talking about overspending for Christmas. Oh, God. 2019, the uh, very factual stats from the Google box (laughs) says Americans spent approximately $15 billion on unwanted Christmas gifts
0: unwanted yep 15 billion yep does that include gift cards whatever okay
1: just stuff people were like oh thanks great
0: <laughs> i'm gonna add that to the pile of regifting.
1: i bet that is actually low
0: really yeah okay
1: because if you really count the stuff you don't need
0: mm-hmm.
1: plus the stuff you don't want i bet it's triple that okay i yeah. mean think about it right
0: I don't want to think about it because we have wasted so much money over the last 20 years, I'm sure.
1: How much do you think we're going to spend on Christmas trees this year in the United States?
0: Well, since you won't let me get one, there's a reason, which means they're crazy expensive.
1: Six billion.
0: Oh, geez. I should, no, I should say. On Christmas trees. On Christmas trees. I should say, you're not, it's not that you're not letting me get one. It's that we have a bunch of fake ones. And I really wanted to do a real one this year. And you were like, babe. Do you realize how expensive Christmas well, trees purchased are this year?
1: Fake trees so that we wouldn't have to do a lot well, a cut tree. Right. Which I said, Great, that's perfect. Now we don't have to go and make a mess and do all that stuff.
0: Right. And then now I'm changing up the game.
1: We'll just get a pine tree, the little the little crappy
0: Like plug one in? That,
1: no the one that hangs from your rear view mirror.
0: Oh yeah, like a an air scent
1: do you remember that scene from seven no with the body in the oh all God. the pine trees hanging I thought we were from talking the death about scene
0: I thought we were talking about Christmas I'm
1: sorry I just now we're talking about, about
0: seven with all the pine the, anyway yeah that was an amazing scene by the way there you go yes good job
1: women are more picky about receiving unwanted gifts than men
0: hundred percent
1: oh okay good yes you,
0: wow I'm very you picky agreed. I <laughs>
1: They say 54% of women say they receive at least one unwanted gift. Yes. And men, it's 46%. So women are like, oh, God, I got something I didn't want.
0: Yes, and I could go into more detail about that and who gives me the gifts that I don't really like, but I'm not going to get into that.
1: What do you think women really want? They want lingerie, right, from their husbands? Or sure. significant other.
0: <laughs> Depends on if you're dating, engaged, or how long you've been married, whether you, or not you want lingerie. Do you
1: think, like, people that are been married 30-plus years are still giving – think guys are giving their wives lingerie?
0: That's a great question.
1: If I gave you lingerie for Christmas, would you be in the picky woman, like – Getting something she didn't want or would you be okay with it?
0: I would laugh my butt off and think it was a gag gift. Oh, okay. And then I would be expecting a new car to pull into the driveway with big red bow on it. No. <laughs> Not going to happen. No. <laughs> it's too expensive.
1: <laughs> is lingerie a gift for women or is it a gift for the guy?
0: It's a gift for the guy. Really? Oh, for sure. All right. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Women, let me know but i think i'm pretty accurate
1: if it's tasteful lingerie that is sized properly
0: but then that's offensive
1: what do you mean it's offensive <laughs> how could it be offensive
0: what if i'm a large and you get me a 1x i'll be offended
1: that's what i said if it's sized properly
0: okay or what if i fit in the 1x
1: <laughs> or if i get and you go oh my gosh i can't believe you got me large underwear and then they fit extra large
0: <laughs> they're too small What if I got you lingerie?
1: I don't think it would look as good on me.
0: No, but I'd laugh my butt off. Yeah. would be amazing.
1: Yeah, that would be his and hers lingerie.
0: (laughs) Matching lingerie.
1: I don't think anyone would want to see that.
0: No, I think lingerie is more for stupid Valentine's Day or like a birthday. I don't think you should give any sort of lingerie for Christmas. Okay. Men, if you're listening... Don't get your wife lingerie for Christmas. Just don't.
1: It's hard to get gifts for each other now.
0: Oh, it's really hard. Well, because we just go get whatever we want anyways. I mean, within reason.
1: That's true. I kind of want... I'm in the weighted blanket that cools or the custom pillow. Oh. Yeah.
0: Note to self. I
1: found it and I'm like, that actually sounds amazing. Yeah. And you can get the pillow that fits right and even the ones that cool. Some people like having a cool pillow. That's horrible. If you have a hot pillow and your face is on it.
0: It is. It's awful. You got to turn that sucker around upside down. Constantly. So I wake up and
1: flip the pillow.
0: Yeah, Flip. That's the word I was looking for. Flip.
1: Yeah. I do a lot of pillow flipping.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh I don't know. I think we've reached that reached that age box where we just shouldn't expect to like the gifts that we're going to get unless we go get them ourselves or make a specific list of what we want you know what i want what i want to spend the night in a hotel by myself
1: really like tonight
0: (laughs) you know what (laughs) i'm just
1: gonna check into a hotel all (laughs) alone, and that's it
0: and order some room service all right. Watch some Dexter.
1: I can do that. We can find it. A-
0: but you know what? You know what I would be doing the whole time?
1: You're on your phone. I don't know. You'd be on your phone?
0: Yeah. Probably texting you.
1: Oh, Being geez. like, what are you guys doing? No, we would have to set it up to where everything's off. Nothing. Right. You just.
0: Drop me off without my phone. Mm-hmm. Give me a pager.
1: Yeah, a pager for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, this has gone past our usual amount of time, so. All right. Do we have anything else?
1: Forty-three percent of people do not want clothing or accessories, so I'm guessing the lingerie fits into that category.
0: Probably, yeah. No clothing.
1: Twenty percent did not want household items. Twelve percent did not want cosmetic or fragrances. Eight percent didn't want literature. Five technology. Four music and four for food and drink and et cetera, et cetera,
0: et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah, that's mostly <laughs>
1: almost adds up to a hundred.
0: Wow. Ish. Okay. Well, what do you not want this year? Um, Actually, we decided we weren't going to do gifts. I don't
1: want almost anything. Yeah. Seriously, because it's just you spending our money. Right. So it's like, well, we already have everything, and if we really need it, we'll wait and buy it on sale <laughs> afterwards anyway. <so.
0: laughs> That's true. Well, let's shake on it right now. No Christmas gifts this year.
1: All right, fist bump.
0: Fist bump. Mm. Boom. All mm. right. Well, that was great, babe. Thank you. Yep. Daniel. Yes. You ready for my case? I am ready. All right. This is the case of Rodney and Morgan Metzer. Cool. You ready? Ready. In the early morning hours of New Year's Day in 2021.
1: Wow. That just happened.
0: Just happened. Yes.
1: Almost a year ago.
0: In Canton, Georgia, a call came into the Cherokee County Police Station from a 36-year-old man named Rodney Metzer. He told the dispatcher that he had just found his wife tied up and beaten with a pillowcase over her head and lying on the couch on her back porch. Oh. Police and EMTs raced to the residence and found Rodney with his arm around his wife sitting on the back porch. Morgan had been beaten, sexually assaulted, and her hands had been zip-tied behind her back.
1: Oh, man.
0: Yeah. Poor thing.
1: she alive? Yes. Okay.
0: Morgan told investigators that she had been awoken before 1 a.m. that morning by someone standing in her bedroom doorway.
1: That's the worst.
0: Oh, my gosh. That is like every person's fear. The figure had on a mask, and their voice was mechanically distorted. Morgan said, like Batman.
1: Oh, damn.
0: But in my nightmare... I keep picturing, like, the ghost face from Scream. Sure. Like, what's your favorite scary movie? No, he doesn't even sound like that.
1: I thought Batman's supposed to have, like, a sexy voice.
0: I think Batman has a sexy... Yes, that's it. That's why I can't picture this person using, like, a Batman voice. Like, I am Batman. But I can picture the Scream voice because that's in everyone's nightmare now.
1: So you're cool with Batman standing in our doorway of our bedroom.
0: <gasps> oh, yeah. Be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Take me away. Take if me away If he can from carry this. me. <laughs> Take me away from this man, Daniel.
0: (laughs) If you dressed up like Batman, I'd be totally into that. Not Scream. Not the Ghostface guy. Mm -mm.
1: You're you're one night away in the hotel. You'd want Batman to take you there. Yeah. What if I dressed up as Batman? That's what I just said. I stood in the doorway.
0: I would like you to wear sexy Batman lingerie.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: All right. Uh, no, this isn't. okay. I, we shouldn't laugh.
1: Uh, don't laugh. This is serious. This is serious. All right.
0: This is serious. But did you know that there is a real person who did the ghost face voice for Scream? No. It was not mechanically distorted. It was a real guy. Really? That's his real voice. Mm-hmm.
1: That'd be fun for a minute.
0: Okay. Anyways.
1: Okay. Sorry.
0: Morgan assumed the dark figure was a man. He then... This is so scary. I can just picture That's it in my head. sexist. He then charged at Morgan, pinned her down, and viciously beat her with the butt of a gun. Oh. He then held the barrel of the gun up to her head, and at that moment, Morgan said that she could feel his fingers on the trigger, and she thought, this is it. I'm gone.
1: Oh, jeez.
0: But the perpetrator lowered the weapon. He then began strangling Morgan to the point of unconsciousness, but let go of Morgan's neck twice. He strangled her twice.
1: Wow. Yes.
0: The attacker then decided to zip tie Morgan's hands behind her back and sexually assault her. He then put the pillowcase over Morgan's bruised and bleeding head and led her out to the back porch and had Morgan lay on her stomach on the couch. So as you walked out of the back door, there was this really nice kind of patio out outside and she had a nice sofa and chairs, outdoor furniture. Yes. I wouldn't keep that anymore. I would get rid of that if I was her.
1: Probably. Yeah. Probably would move.
0: As he was leaving, he said to Morgan, you messed up. You're going to be fine. But we can't say that about your ex-husband. You're really going to miss him. Oh, he then told her that she was not to move until she heard two honks from a vehicle's horn. Meep, meep. Contain yourself because you're going to make me laugh. Sorry. Morgan waited, cold and frightened, but never heard the beeps. What she did hear, though, was her ex-husband, Rodney, walking around the corner and saying, oh, baby, oh, baby, what happened? I'm so sorry. Sorry. Rodney then cut off Morgan's zip ties and called 911. Cherokee County Sheriff's investigators were on scene around 2 a.m.
1: What? Mm -hmm. Wait, so no beeps? No beeps. Ex-husband is just instantly there?
0: He was there less than 10 minutes. She was on that couch for less than 10 minutes. She doesn't know for sure. And then
1: he arrived.
0: Yeah, then she heard him walking She heard him walking. The house. Okay. Mm -hmm, The side of the house. Didn't you
1: tell me that strangulation is almost always personal? Yes. Mm -hmm. So a stranger typically does not strangle someone?
0: No. Mm -mm. A stranger usually wants to get it over with.
1: Gotcha. Somebody personal
0: wants to see you suffer. Okay. Yes. Rodney and Morgan had been married for 10 years, and their divorce had been finalized the month before the attack. So a year ago. Okay. Rodney and Morgan had known each other since Morgan was 14 and Rodney was a senior in high school. That to me seemed like a really large age gap considering we have almost a 14-year-old. But then some people graduate at like 17. Yeah. So it could just be a three- or four-year age difference, but...
1: I doubt it. Guys are dumb. Guys don't (laughs) graduate early. Girls do.
0: That's true. Yeah. That's true. But some people start... Kindergarten when they're like four. And you
1: just say they know each other. They could just know of each I other. Like, oh, I think they had started dating. I think they had started dating when she was See? 14 and he
0: was a senior in high school. But 14 also means that you could be a freshman in high school.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. There's not a ton of information on this case. So
1: anyway, I'm kind yeah, of okay. grasping
0: at straws here. But All right. they were both focused on raising their nine year old twins in a happy and friendly environment during their separation and ultimate divorce. Morgan even going as far as to let Rodney sleep on her couch sometimes since he had been recently diagnosed with cancer.
1: Was it the outdoor couch?
0: No, it was an indoor couch. Oh, okay.
1: She let him inside. Yeah,
0: she let him inside. Right. Mm-hmm. But did you hear that? He'd been diagnosed with cancer. Okay. I did. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you want me to say something no. about that?
0: No, not at all. Oh, okay. Morgan's house had security cameras all over the property. Most of what I'm about to tell you was captured on home security footage, including the audio.
1: Dang. Mm -hmm. See, that's why we need more cameras and audio and guard dogs and a moat.
0: Definitely. Sheriff's investigators on scene immediately got a weird feeling about Rodney. After listening to Morgan tell her frightening account, investigators then focused on Rodney, asking him how he knew Morgan was in trouble. Rodney told them that someone had knocked on his bedroom window in his apartment building and yelled Morgan's name. Rodney said that he knew at that moment that Morgan was in danger, so he hopped in his car and raced over to her house, first knocking on the front door and not hearing anything, so he ran around to the back door and found a beaten and bloody Morgan. Even going as far as to say, even though we're not married, I'm supposed to try to protect her. What a hero. Huh. Sheriff's investigators didn't believe a word of Rodney's story.
1: Yeah, that doesn't sound plausible to me at all.
0: And you can see the footage of him walking up to the front door and then walking around the side of the house to the back. Hmm. So I'm going to read a quote from, let me just read this quote, okay?
1: Okay, read it.
0: There's no way in hell that somebody knocks on your window and said her name and you immediately come over here because you're going to check on her. A Sergeant Robert Huff told Rodney at the scene. And she happens to be bound with a pillowcase over her head by a man who's disguising his voice. No. Right. I mean, any one of us could have read through that story, right?
1: I guess so. Um, Yeah, I would. I would be very suspicious.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Okay, so he is stating that he believes someone else was in the house, and then he came and found her like that, right?
0: Right, that somebody was attacking her at the same time that somebody had gone to his house and knocked on his window saying,
1: Morgan. Gotcha. Right. So was anything else wrong? Like, did they take anything out of the house? Was there any weird circumstances like that
0: no no they just the person just broke in well so what they couldn't find what was missing was her cell phone gotcha her cell phone was the only thing missing out of everything in her house
1: and they couldn't find it
0: they could not find her cell phone okay yeah investigators decided to go through rodney's phone as they were sitting on the back porch with a camera pointed at all of them they found screenshots of Morgan's personal texts that Rod had gotten off of her phone, and nude pictures of Morgan in the shower that had been taken the night before by Rod secretly when Morgan had allowed him to sleep on her couch.
1: Ooh, yeah. So she didn't; she wasn't willingly. No, she was having not having him take pictures of her. She
0: was not a willing participant. Gotcha. Continuing to question Rod, investigators cannot shake the feeling that Rod had been the attacker. Like immediately, immediately they have this feeling. And then Rod said, I know what I know. I told my truth.
1: Oh, geez.
0: I hate when people say that. I hate it.
1: Your truth is not the truth.
0: No. And I know we've said this before, but just because it's your truth does not mean it is the truth.
1: Yeah. Just because you believe your own BS doesn't make it true.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Wow. It, yeah.
0: Investigators arrested him right on the spot for lying to investigators. Of
1: course they did.
0: Yeah. I mean. Who wouldn't? Come on. (laughs) I would have made a citizen's arrest. Yeah. Citizen's arrest. (laughs) So I want to give props to the other investigators who were on scene who weren't buying Rodney's ridiculous story. They were the investigators Dakota Livers and Thomas Harris. Okay. Okay. We got to give them some props.
1: Good job, guys.
0: Yes. After Rodney was arrested, they were able to get a search warrant for his apartment and his car. Yep. They found an opened package of black zip ties on his kitchen counter that the, were the same ones that he had used right, okay. to bind her hands. Okay. Behind her back. Yes.
1: Man, he is not good at this. No.
0: And later saw CCTV footage of Rodney buying that exact package at a local Lowe's the day before the oh attack.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> and he's...
1: Stupid.
0: Oh, Rodney.
1: Yeah, he did not put this no. put, he didn't think this through very no. well.
0: His browser history on his personal computer showed showed an online search of how long to choke someone unconscious. Oh, oh my gosh. How to change the sound of your voice. What? How to make someone feel guilty. Oh, and how to kill someone with insulin. What? Yeah.
1: The insulin thing. I know. All right.
0: People are killing each other with insulin right now.
1: Either need it or you have too much.
0: Right. I think all those questions are on my search history, to be
1: honest. Okay. But we have a plausible excuse.
0: I do have an excuse.
1: Which is, at first, that's probably all you wanted this for. Mm-hmm. So that you could research things and then you thought, hey, a podcast would be fun. Right. Right. And then I have an excuse why I'm looking up how to kill my husband.
0: Right. (laughs) Investigators also found a loaded gun, a suicide note, and a forged hospital invoice in Rodney's car. Turns out Rodney did not have cancer. What? He was lying. He was lying about having cancer. What
1: a piece of crap.
0: Yeah. He had been faking a diagnosis to get sympathy from Morgan.
1: Oh, man.
0: Also found was surveillance video of Rodney coming home to his apartment after the attack and leaving again after a couple minutes in different clothing. I think he lived like right down the street. He had, right. He Mm -hmm. had to. Yeah. So after attacking her, he gets in his car, drives to the apartment. There's surveillance cameras everywhere. Changes really fast and then... Speeds back to her place in different clothing.
1: How stupid is this guy?
0: He's really stupid. Really, really stupid. Mm -hmm. I could never find whether Morgan's cell phone was ever located, but investigators believe that Rodney stole her phone to delete the camera footage of him breaking into her home to assault her and then leaving because all that footage was gone. But then it began rolling again when Rodney walked up to the front door to check on Morgan. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Even with all this evidence pointing directly at Rodney, he denied everything.
1: Uh, Of course he did.
0: Even convincing friends and family and even Morgan that he had done nothing wrong and it was someone else.
1: It always is someone else.
0: Rodney was a master manipulator and professional gaslighter. Ooh. Mm-hmm. We will be delving further into gaslighting in just a minute.
1: Oh, good. <laughs> like, did he go around and light gas for a living?
0: No. No. No, okay. no, no. I will explain what this term gaslighter means. Okay. Or gaslighting means. With all the evidence stacked against Rodney, he eventually pled guilty to all charges. Aggravated assault, kidnapping, and threatening with a firearm.
1: Oh.
0: On August 4th, 2021... Rodney was sentenced to 70 years.
1: Dang.
0: 25 years in confinement and 45 years on probation. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, well, seems about right, I guess.
0: Yeah. So he'll get out when he's, he's 36 plus 25.
1: So he's going to be...
0: 57.
1: Yeah. No, 51. No, 61.
0: 61. Yep. Mm-hmm. I hope you're feeling 61 there, Rod. Yeah. I hope you walk out with a really bad back.
1: He is. He's going to get molested a lot. (laughs) He's a young young buck going into prison. Shoot.
0: Ooh, Rod. Yep. Mm. What should his nickname be in prison?
1: Ramrod. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, too soon. Oh,
0: yes. High five. High five. You deserve your mic. High five.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, Rodney has never given any explanation as to why he did what he did to Morgan. But investigators believe that Rodney had tried to manipulate Morgan into getting back together with him with a fake cancer diagnosis. When that didn't work, they believe Rodney had then intended to murder Morgan and kill himself, but could not go through with the plan. He then devised a new plan to rescue her after an attack, to be the big hero.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah, he is seriously dumber than a pile of rocks.
0: I know this is crazy. This guy is crazy.
1: What did she see in him originally? I
0: think she was young. I think she was so young oh, but- and just didn't know any different. All right. Oh well, but we're gonna get into that. Oh good. So, yeah. All right. Big props to the Cherokee County Sheriff's investigators. They must have an amazing bullcrap indicator. Oh, I'm
1: sure. I am so
0: impressed with this the sheriff's department. I mean, they knew immediately that he was full of it. Yeah. All right. So that's the information that I could gather about this particular case. Okay. And the reason that I chose it is because, of course, I wanted to get Morgan's story out there. And there's not a lot of information on this. It's been barely done. So I don't, and I don't understand why. I think it's a very interesting story and an interesting case, but I want to talk about a hot button word right now. Okay. Being used on all media platforms called gaslighting. Yes. That is why I chose this particular case. Gaslighting is a manipulation tactic used to gain power and create a false narrative. Okay. It's a form of brainwashing that makes a victim question their reality, and gaslighting is a dangerous form of abuse. Oh. It's done methodically and slowly, where a victim does not even know they are being abused. Typical techniques are denying something when there is proof, projecting onto others, and telling blatant lies. Gaslighting is used by abusers, dictators, narcissists, and cult leaders
1: or your children
0: or your children oh my gosh sorry it's so true we should talk about teenagers slowly try and whittle
1: away at us and you're like okay i literally just watched you do that no i didn't no you didn't i didn't do that well it's not it's not what it meant right you just did it nobody cares all right nobody cares
0: Morgan remembers instances over her relationship where Rodney would try to manipulate her into thinking she did or said something wrong that she never did. Rodney even talked Morgan into believing that she had pushed him down the stairs on one occasion.
1: What? Yeah. How do you convince someone that they did something like that?
0: Years and years of manipulation and abuse, and you're just wearing somebody down.
1: Wow. Right. It's like the um, Stockholm Syndrome for kidnapped victims, right? Yeah. A little bit? Yeah. So they use, but it's usually you, a long period of time long... where they slowly manipulate them and then they but don't. But so
0: are these relationships. That's true. It just yeah. slowly and slowly, usually in these relationships, the person like, they call it love bombing where they just come on so strong and they're like, I've never met anybody like you before. I'm so in love with you. And they do everything for you and just make you feel like you are the center of their universe. Gotcha. And then they start like chipping away at you yeah. and manipulating you and making you feel like you are So they're crazy. slowly pulling
1: it back. Yes. But mm-hmm. using, basically they're abusing you and manipulating you. Right. And in backwards.
0: Yeah. And that is why it took so long for Morgan to be convinced that it was Rodney who had actually attacked her.
1: So she, even when it happened, she didn't believe it was him. No,
0: because he would he would use his same tactics tactics that he had used during their relationship.
1: She wanted to divorce him, though.
0: She did. I mean, finally, she was like, "Uh, "Something's wrong here." Yeah. Yeah. Right. Huh. He would make her doubt the evidence and the proof the investigators were showing her, wow, yeah, this poor Morgan man, but she she eventually Morgan realized what Rodney had been doing, and I believe when Rodney was not able to manipulate Morgan any longer, he came clean and pled guilty,
1: yeah, that's I think right. she
0: was like, "I don't believe you anymore, like you can't manipulate me anymore, gaslight me anymore, wow. Morgan now realizes that Rodney controlled her view of reality and manipulated everyone into believing the couple had the perfect marriage and life. like those Facebook marriages?
1: Those are the best.
0: Those are amazing marriages. They are. Yeah. And then turns out they're garbage.
1: A lot of cracks.
0: Yeah. A lot of cracks.
1: Yeah. More cracks than a plumber's convention.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Do you think there's yeah. a plumber's convention?
0: Oh, there's conventions for everything. Oh,
1: okay. Sorry.
0: I found this article in Psychology Today called 11 Red Flags of Gaslighting in a Relationship from the book Gaslighting, Recognize Manipulating and Emotionally Abusive People and Break Free by Stephanie A. Sarkis. Wow. Yeah. Good job, Stephanie. Okay. Number one, they tell blatant lies. Yeah. Deny they ever said something, even though you have proof. Yeah. Yeah. They use what is near and dear to you as ammunition. So they'll use your kids, your friends, your pets.
1: Bastards.
0: Number four, they wear you down over time.
1: I can see that. Yeah.
0: Number five, their actions do not match their words. So, they'll be like, I love you, I love you, I love you.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: then they're trying to make you feel like you're crazy. Uh-huh. Number six, throw in positive reinforcement to confuse you. It's annoying. Number seven, they know confusion weakens people. Oh, totally.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Number eight, they project, they accuse you of what they do. So, say somebody's a cheater. They're going to accuse you of cheating on them, even though you know they're cheating on you.
1: That makes sense. They're going to
0: turn it around, and be like, oh, no, no, wait a minute. You're the one who's cheating on me.
1: That's so they always keep the upper hand.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Keep you on the defensive. Exactly. So they're always staying ahead and in charge. Right. And controlling the, the steering, the conversations and the actions.
0: Okay. Number nine, try to align people against you. Build an army. Yeah. They try to build an army against you. I can see that. Yeah.
1: Steering family against people mm-hmm. and yeah. friends. And-,
0: and like talking about you behind your back or telling people like she's, oh, she's losing it. Or he. Women can be manip- or gaslighters as well. Sure. Yep. Number 10, tell others that you are crazy. Wow. Yeah. Number 11, tell you everyone else is a liar.
1: So that they have to only trust you.
0: Yes. Exactly. Everything I'm telling you is the truth. Everything they're telling you is a lie.
1: Wow. Yep. Do you think you've met anyone like this before? Oh yeah. I know I have. Oh, I Absolutely. can I
0: can tell you when this is when we turn this off. I'll tell you exactly who I I have <laughs> um, <this>
1: <laughs> I have a couple of people in mind very specific.
0: Right. I have young people in mind. Mhm. Kids. Yeah. Who do this? to their parents and other adults on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah, and it makes you feel crazy. Yep. The word gaslighting comes from a 1944 film called Gaslight, which I made Daniel watch the other night. Yeah, that was
1: awesome. (laughs) It actually was a really good movie.
0: It was. I told him we had to watch it for a film class that I help with. But actually... I made you watch it because of this case.
1: Yeah, it makes it makes total sense. Yeah. Now doing this episode.
0: Yeah, uh, it's an American psychological thriller starring Charles Boyer and Ingrid Bergman. Ingrid Bergman was from Casablanca. Mm. And yep. it has Angela Lansbury in her film debut.
1: Yeah, she was funny. In she it. was
0: so good. She was young, young. Yeah. I hope some of you are as old as we are. And we're forced by your grandma to watch Murder, She Wrote as a child (laughs) because that's Angela Lansbury. (laughs) That's awesome. And then every time we take our kids to Universal Studios. Yeah. I don't know why this popped in my head, but the Jaws ride that we go on. Yes. Okay. So that is also takes place in the little town of Murder, She Wrote. Oh. And do you remember they say that? They're like, and then we're coming into the little town. This, right, this,
1: where they filmed. This
0: area was used to right. film Murder, She Wrote yeah. with Angela Lansbury. Yeah. And I remember our kids being like, who's Angela Lansbury? I was like, oh, man. Yeah. I think uh, Murder She Wrote is on Netflix.
1: That's one thing that I do love about Universal Studios is just the history behind it, especially when you do the studio tour.
0: Yeah. For those of you that haven't been, Mm -hmm.
1: it's just cool because you can see where they film things and they tell you about it, and there's the back lot and all that. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, I totally can see that now. And
0: if you've been on it 50 times, it's a great way to take a nap.
1: Yes. I've fallen asleep a few times. I've (laughs) almost dozed off through. (laughs) through it well because you've been walking yeah. around all day you know and it's usually warm
0: i know people are like who cares we don't want to hear about universal studios
1: okay
0: Sorry. <laughs> all right. just joking. but the movie is about a woman whose husband is slowly manipulating her into believing that she is descending into insanity yeah it was fascinating to read about gaslighting but then to see it portrayed in a movie it's just it's incredible because we all know people that do this for sure and just slowly try to make you feel like you are crazy. And
1: you can't talk someone out of it either. I Meaning, yeah. if you see it, you're an outside observer and you right. like, that guy's totally, or gal is manipulating the other person. Right. If you were to go up and tell them that, they would deny it for two reasons. One, because then that means that they're an idiot. Mm-hmm. And no one wants to feel like they're an idiot. So they're going to deny it because then that means they made a mistake. Right. And then I don't know what the second reason would be. Probably that's it.
0: <laughs> Probably that's it. Yeah.
1: I like the symbolism in that movie too, where they focus a lot on lighting gas lamps because it mm-hmm. was in the 40s. So they used everything was gas, especially in London. Yeah. Or at least it was in the place, movie. I don't yeah. Know it, if takes, it actually was.
0: It takes place in London. During- yeah. So they
1: were no longer using, you know, candles and all that stuff. So they were a lot of gas. And Mm -hmm. so every time they were lighting gas, the camera would really focus on it. So it was kind of cool. Subtle. Yeah. Anyway, it was filmed well.
0: Okay. So the word gaslighting was first used in a New York Times column in 1995. Wow. That was the first time that term was used. And you can only find it used nine additional times in 20 years.
1: So up until more recently, they've never used it. Right. It wasn't a... It wasn't a common term.
0: No. The American Dialect Society recognized the word gaslight as the most useful new word of the year in 2016. Wow. And then it was runner-up in the Oxford University Press on their list of most popular new words of 2018. So this is a relatively new word.
1: Even though back in the day, they decided to do a movie about it and call it gaslighting. Right. That's kind of cool.
0: I know. It is kind of cool. But I'm really glad you like the movie. I really like the movie, too. It is available on Amazon Prime. You have to pay for it. But it's really good.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's expensive. <laughs> How much was it?
0: It was like $1.99. Oh, God. I think you're. I think we're fine. All the we... money we spent on <laughs> TV. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, a new reference for Gaslighting would be that book, Girl on a Train. Okay. Girl on the train. Which one's Shoot, that? Shoot, I know I read it. It was a movie, and um, she's an alcoholic, and so she would be, she'd get blackout drunk, and then her husband would tell her that she did all these horrible things and said all these horrible things to kind of make her feel. Um,
1: oh, so he took advantage of an already negative act- attribute of hers, mm-hmm. and then spun it right. So she's like, I do get blackout drunk, so mm-hmm. I guess I could have done lots of things. Right. That's a defense, too, in court. Like, people say, look, he, he didn't even know what he was doing. Mm-hmm. They were blackout drunk, or they were, I don't know.
0: But he used that to kind of manipulate her and to make her feel like she was going crazy. So most people, I think, have seen that movie or read the book. So that is a form of gaslighting. Okay. Is what that husband did to that So that char- would be another. Character. Rachel, I think. It was That brilliant.
1: would be another movie that's in line with this kind yes. of theme.
0: So if you don't want to see a black and white movie from 1944, then go watch The Girl on the Train. Okay. I believe that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> All right, Daniel, what do you think of my case?
1: That was really interesting.
0: It was good, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm
1: glad she survived it.
0: Oh, me too. Barely. Poor thing. And the kids were not in the house when that happened. I forgot to say that.
1: At least he she did. She was that. alone in yeah, the home. Yeah. At least he he did that. But see, he yeah. was putting so much thought into it.
0: He did. Annie tried to get back together with her the night before, and she was like, "No, like we're divorced. We're so done." So he
1: kind of snapped a little bit. I think so. And was like, "Screw I this!" So. But I'm, he'd also I'm been planning it.
0: Yeah, right. but he'd been planning something. He'd been planning something. I and think I he think,
1: was I think he was already like he's just a manipulative person anyway. Yes. Uh-huh. I don't know that it was he had planned like eventually I'm gonna do this final act. It just worked.
0: Yeah. And it's a very interesting story in case, and I think it needs to be done by like dateline or twenty twenty or somebody like that, because people need to know yeah. this kind of stuff. I there's think, a lot of it going I think around. Someone
1: who is clearly gaslighting. Mm -hmm. would be also very insecure oh right because they have to they're trying to they're so worried that they can't keep someone whatever the other person is to them they have to bring them down in order to stay secure in their themselves yeah Mm -hmm. and look how it ended for him he gets to be ramrod in prison (laughs) good lord (sighs)
0: All right. Like I said before, there was very little information on this case, but I did find a couple articles and some news footage from Fox 5 in Atlanta. There you go. Thank you, YouTube. Yeah. All right. If you or anyone you know is being manipulated by a narcissist or gaslighter, it is very much a form of abuse and you need to get yourself out of the situation. Yeah.
1: If this story sounds like your life, don't say anything,
0: just leave just leave. We'll help you. Contact us and we'll help you. Heck yeah. However, we can. But we will have information in our show notes where anyone can call and receive help. Yeah. This is abuse.
1: Run away.
0: Yes, this is abuse. And we and there's lots of other people that will help you or even people don't say this enough, but churches. Churches are there to help people.
1: That's true. Yeah, they can And, and we don't help hear this enough. Help. If yeah. you
0: need help, Go to a local
1: church. That's a really good point.
0: Even if you are not a church person, even if you don't believe in God, churches are here to help you.
1: Yeah. So and most people there are very giving and want to help people.
0: Yeah. They have whole programs set up or
1: yeah. members
0: of the church to take you in and to help you. I wanted to throw that out there because I don't hear that enough. No, but that, that's a
1: great point. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up.
0: Thank you. All right. Well, that was the end of my case. <laughs> there you go okay
1: yeah that was cool
0: and now we're gonna do our podcast recommendation of the week
1: oh good and All i'm right. really
0: excited about this one.
1: Oh, you seem excited
0: i am because this is my new favorite podcast okay and it's called wife of crime
1: oh gosh yeah and i know this- she listens to it <laughs> constantly And understandably, they're really good. Because you listen to
0: it. Well, because it's one of the only ones that we listen to together. Yeah, I like the
1: husband in it. I think he's hilarious. Yeah, but I want to read.
0: Let me read what it's about first, and then we can totally talk about them and tell people how much we love them. Okay. Wife of Crime, a true crime podcast hosted by a married couple out of the Bronx in New York City. Jess, the wife, tells her husband, Russ, true crime stories. They sip some cocktails and discuss the ins and outs of the case. Since their opinions are generally different perspectives, it makes for an entertaining discussion. For sure. Yes. Okay. so I like I said, I'm obsessed, but in a good way, I think. But Wife of Crime was recommended was recommended to me by one of our listeners. Her name was either Alicia or Alicia. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name. But she sent me a message and said that the husband, Russ, is the East Coast version of Daniel. So I had to take a listen, and I immediately fell in love with them. The premise is very similar to ours, but they've been doing it a lot longer, and they're way better and funnier than
1: us. They are. They're pretty funny. (laughs) I promise we're not copying you guys. No, we're not. We're not. But it's funny to hear someone, we're like, oh my gosh, they're like kind of doing what we're doing, only they're really good at it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Only they're where we want to be in like a couple of years, right? right? Yeah. Just the wife tells Russ the husband about a case that he's never heard before, yeah. which is like Daniel. Yeah. But his reaction is a Bronx style reaction, which is so funny.
1: Yeah, I can't. There's no way I could fake th- that that no. voice.
0: No. But and s-
1: just the <laughs> blunt reaction to things.
0: But since they are New Yorkers, they can get away with saying it like it is. It's very refreshing to listen to them, especially to Russ, because he just says it like it is. That's true. And I wish that we were that brave. And you know what? Maybe Russ is going to make us braver. There you go. And they're younger than us. Yep. Again, I think we're the oldest. <laughs> we're the oldest ones.
1: Are there any geriatric <laughs> podcasts?
0: I don't think in true crime
1: they fall asleep. We might through. be the
0: oldest true crime podcast hosts. Dang. Oh, could you imagine if we are? We should have named this geriatric. I don't
1: think so. No, do there's some part. that have an older, <laughs> at least one of them is older, right?
0: No. We're going to find pratica? one. Oh, I'm okay. going to find yeah, one. Yeah, in
1: true crime. Is that what yes, you're saying? Yes, yeah, in true okay. crime. Yeah. I'm
0: going to find someone that's older than us, and then I'll shout them out.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: So anyways, go take a listen to Wife of Crime. They are so funny.
1: You guys can find us on Instagram at true What are we called? (laughs) Till Death Do Us Part (laughs) Part." Podcast. Okay. You guys can find us on Instagram at Till Death Do Us Part Podcast.
0: Yes. Yes. That's the best place to find us and to contact us. Yeah. Yeah. And if you'd like to hear your name shouted out as one of our 11 listeners, please give us a rate and review on Apple Podcast. We'd greatly appreciate it. Yep. That actually helps us out a lot. I know we say that every time, but it really does.
1: Yeah. It's important.
0: We are also on TikTok.
1: <laughs> are we?
0: I, I make Daniel do really stupid
1: things. Is that is that mean we're on it? Is that when when people say I'm on TikTok? Yeah, it just means you've put something really dumb and goofy, and yeah. now people can see it. Yep. Which means you're on TikTok. Yep. Gotcha.
0: Mm-hmm. Is
1: there anything serious on TikTok?
0: People try to be serious.
1: Okay, but generally the answer is no, right?
0: No, people try to be serious on TikTok. But I thought TikTok was to be funny. That's what I thought. But now people are really serious. Oh, sorry. Almost uncomfortably serious. I'll
1: try and be serious when I do that. No, no. It's very important to me.
0: That's not us at all. Okay. Thanks for listening.
1: Thank you. Be careful. For marriage is a life sentence. Bye. Bye.